Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome everyone. Hope you're well. I'm your host, Ben Lively, and you're listening to Shake and Awake, episode number 26. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in wherever you are and whatever you're doing right this very moment. want to thank some new listeners in Ireland that started listening last week. Welcome aboard, and we're, uh, we're glad to have you. And as always, I promise you another great show, but more than anything, my hope for you today and always is that you have an actual encounter with the Lord. He's always right there beside you. And I want to give a huge, huge shout out for a moment to my brothers in Christ, Christopher Miller, Wes Pride, and Tyler Reed, admins and moderators, along with myself, of a strong Christian men's group on Facebook known as Men Who Follow Christ. They're official sponsors of this show, and I couldn't be prouder of them and the selfless sacrifices they each make to just helping to spread Christ and the gospel to men around the world. If you're a man of God or striving to be one, join us today. It started only a few short months ago. God has already amassed almost 20,000 members, 19,500 to be exact, to this group, and it's climbing. So men who follow Christ is a place where we as men can feel free to discuss our victories and our failures. A place for men to be vulnerable in Christ. We're a a community that desires to help each other grow and edify each other in the Lord. A community that loves God and wants to follow him. You know, this place is for men, but we do recognize the need for women uh, to have a place like this. So we support our sister page, at www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the weeping women of Christ. We believe there's one God who exists eternally in three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and that the whole of the Bible is the inspired and inerrant word of God. We believe that Jesus Christ is the only begotten Son of God, was truly man, and is truly God. We believe that man was created in the image of God, sinned, and thereby incurring both a physical and spiritual death, which is upon all men. We believe that Jesus Christ died for our sins according to scripture, and that all who believe in him are justified on the basis of his shed blood. We believe that Jesus Christ was resurrected in body, ascended into heaven, currently resides there for us as high priest and advocate, and that his personal physical return to earth is imminent. Our vision is iron sharpens iron. You know, join with us as we develop a renewed wave of community, of engagement and leadership support for the men who follow Christ. Now is the time for a new movement of Christian masculinity. Join the new era of men, men who follow Christ. As brothers, let's become who we've been created by God to be, knowing our purpose and and identity in Christ. Our goal is to bring transformation and revival to our families, our churches and communities. Men who follow Christ should be Christ's hands and feet and actively spread the gospel. We're called to be men of action. We're called to change the world for Christ. And we must be leading in our churches, assembling prayer groups, leading Bible studies, and serving the poor, as well as each other. Our goal is to bring about revival through a global movement that calls men back to courageous, bold, godly leadership. 
And we should be the spark that calls men back to God's word, sharing their faith and caring for the poor and the oppressed. We're calling on men everywhere to boldly rise up as the men God intended us to be, men who follow Christ. Would you join us today? So without further ado, let's get ready to invite God in with us right here, right now, and allow him to speak directly to your heart and minds. So here goes. Here is today's topic. Everything you ever wanted in life, God has ready for you right now. You know, we're human. We want things. We need things. We're creatures of habit and we have emotional needs. We have spiritual needs, financial needs, nutritional needs, and social needs. We're, we're all after the same things, really, aren't we? I mean, after all, at the end of our day, don't we all want to feel appreciated, loved, cared for, joyful, peaceful, happy, fulfilled, without stress, enlightened, uh, non-pressured, with meaning and purpose, and, and living a life worth living? I could go on for the next 10 minutes talking about what we all need and want. The problem is we can go searching for the pursuit of these needs and wants in the wrong places and people. And the irony is threefold. One, we spend our lives in pursuit of the very things we never get. Two, we typically get the opposite. And three, the most astounding of them all, God has them in his hand, holding them out in front of our faces all the time. But we don't go after what we cannot see. Yes, you heard me right. We don't go after what we cannot see. What do I mean by that? We don't go after what we ourselves cannot see or achieve on our own, even though God has them readily available. In overflowing abundance for us, every waking moment of every single day, how do I know? Because after 41 years of failing at trying to find them all, even with some inconsistent success, God's given them all to me. And I didn't deserve even one, nor could I have ever imagined the magnitude of each that he would provide each to me. Little did I know that everything I ever wanted or needed in life, he would provide to me beyond my comprehension or ability to contain You know, a lot has to do with why I started this podcast to begin with. It was part of me being shaken awake. Why hold it in? Why was Ponce de Leon searching for the fountain of youth when God is the fountain of everything, free of charge, ready to give everyone who loves and obeys him and surrenders all to him? Sure, we all recognize that loving God and obedience to him and being a born-again Christian and living in a Christian life or living a Christian life, all of that is pleasing to God and gains us admittance into his eternal kingdom, not because of works, because of the free gift of salvation. Where we can fail, however, is to realize is what we're able to receive from God on this side of heaven. I mean, why do we search for it on our own? Is it because we don't believe God has great things in store for us here on earth? Do we not focus on what and how our Father provides while we're here running the race he's set before us? Do we assume that the treasures are all in heaven and only to be gained after we pass through the pearly gates? If not, then why do we go through life trying 
to find the very things he has in his hand holding out to you this very moment. Here's what I mean. I've always looked for freedom, peace, a feeling of being loved and appreciated, a removal of my past and the horrors of it. If you've never heard my first episode after this one, would be a great time to listen on how God saved me from 41 years of hell and heading to hell. You know, I'm looking for total forgiveness, health, financial, and spiritual fulfillment like I couldn't even dream of. He's removed around 30 years of smoking, 30 years of heavily heavy drinking, hate, evil, depression, sadness, racism, hopelessness, financial freedom, spiritual freedom, eternal life with him, the reconnection of my relationship with my brother after not speaking to one another over a decade, total peace and forgiveness for the monster who robbed me of my childhood and beat me for years on end and, and removed the scales that, that he had blind, blinded me to the God of this world, Satan, and fully alert and aware of, of my, my childhood. And, and everywhere I look, I'm in awe of the light of God all around me. I'm fully alert and aware. He has me thanking him for waking me up each day, for the cool water I'm able to drink from my refrigerator, for keeping me safe on the roadways, to not caring about the economic and social collapse happening all around us, or you know, the pandemic taking over the world and the division of hate between just about any and all groups you can think of. Would I have once drowned in alcohol to make myself numb over, I now embrace and I don't have a care in the world about. Why? Is it because I'm prideful, arrogant, greater than thou, or just ignorant? No. Although I once was all of those for 41 years. No. It's because God has provided me the peace and love and joy that surpasses all understanding, even my own. I cannot put into words how I feel each day. And it's not through any of works of my own. And it's certainly nothing I deserve. But somehow, some way, he believes I deserve them all. Because the God of this universe and everything in it loves me more than all his creation. And he loves you just the same as well. No buzz, no drunkenness, no being stoned or tripping or high could even compare to the spiritual high I now feel. Day in and day out. I feel like this now. I certainly can believe that verse, 1 Corinthians 2, 9, but as it is written, I hath not seen nor I ear heard, neither have entered into the hearts of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Because now I know that it's not just heaven he was referring to. It's also in this life as well. You know, I feel led to share this experience and knowledge with you all today because I've come to realize there are a lot of Christians looking in the wrong places for their needs and wants as well as suffering needlessly without the recognition of what God has in store for them today. Just an arm's length and a prayer away, it all awaits them. I see many in doubt, many in anger, in pain, in frustration, in depression, in sadness, in regret, and you know, in, in search of ways to get out of those feelings and come from the enemy and in all the wrong places, everywhere except the one who holds the power over all of them. 
and that is God Almighty. So I want to share some verses that I believe God has for several of you, or perhaps many of you today, that need to hear these and believe in them, and then go to him in prayer, in sacrifice, and in boldness to accept the gifts he has for you today and stop living the enemy's deception here on earth any longer. Yes, we're called to pick up our cross daily, but we're also called to serve the most high, the God of the universe, and the one who has the power and the desire to transform uh, transform your life and everything and everyone in it. So let's see what God's word says, shall we? Isaiah 41.10, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteousness. Uh, sorry, my righteous right hand. Fear what? Fear not. Why? Because he is with you. He tells you that he will strengthen, help, and uphold you. What do you have to fear now? In Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through him who strengthened me. Yeah, but I can't seem to all things. I know, but you don't understand. We owe our mortgage company all things. Yes, but the doctor said that I all things, not some things, all things. In Hebrews 4.16, let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. You know, confidence comes from belief and experience. Drawing near to the throne of God provides you his mercy and his grace in your time of need. What other destination would you rather go to in order to receive the things in the time of your need? Moving along in Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Don't think you know it all, for when you do, you become your own fool. Lean on him. Acknowledge him in all your ways, not just some or most. And then, and only then, will he make your path straight. How many times do you wonder or worry how you're going to go about doing something. He promises to make straight your past. Worry no more. In Psalms 54, 4, Behold, God is my helper. The Lord is the upholder of my life. So life is sustained only by him. There's no greater help than that which God can provide you. Stop searching elsewhere. It's foolish and it only leads to disappointment frustration and anguish believe me philippians 4 6 to 7 do not be anxious about every anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be known to god and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus do you hear that don't be anxious about anything not most things not many things not some things but anything but with prayer make all your requests be made to god and he and the peace he'll provide you which you will not even be able to comprehend or explain will be given to you and not just that the the peace will guard both your heart and your mind in jesus those are the two areas of our being that are affected most every single day no our mind and our heart. Let his peace 
guard both. I have a few more verses here. James 1 to 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. Well, you know, we, we all lack wisdom, but we don't have to. When you ask God, he gives. What? Generously to all, and it will be given to you. Why search Google or uh, social media or your friends? Go to God, and he will freely give you the wisdom, and then some. He's given me wisdom beyond any comprehension, most of which was given to me during prayer and when I was and am in his word. There's absolutely no way I could possibly know the things I do, and in such short time since I've been saved a few years ago, without him and the Holy Spirit giving it to me. There's no way. One, First John 4, 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. So you've, you guys have probably heard that, uh, that love covers a multitude of sin. But have you heard and do you know that love casts out fear as well? Perfect love from God takes away our fears because you realize the one you love is bigger than anything that causes such fear. Philippians 4.19, and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Every need according to his riches. What am I missing here, folks? Not many needs, not most needs, all needs. All needs means all needs. How then can you worry about what you need? Worry and wonder no more. 1 Corinthians 10.13, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. And this is a big one. You cannot say you can't when God says you can. He's not a liar. He provides a way out of everything that's undesirable and sinful in your life. The lifeline is there. Grab onto it and believe and do. Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. You know, the, the Lord has a plan for you. He knows you need both hope and a good future. Allow him to provide both to you in, in your walk with him. Stop looking elsewhere and or placing your hope and future in the hands of another person or thing. Matthew 7, 7, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. It's pretty direct, isn't it? What part don't you believe? John 10, 10, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. So the, the Lord came so we could have life in him, eternal life with him, and have both abundantly. Look nowhere else but towards Jesus. A few more verses, and then I'm going to wrap up. 1 Peter 5, 6-7, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time, he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Let me emphasize the word proper. At the proper time, 
he may exalt you. Stop insisting on your timing. If it doesn't happen in your timing, it's because your timing is not the right timing. His timing is. His timing is perfect. Trust that in his perfect time, he will care for you. Do not be impatient with God. Luke 1, 37, for nothing will be impossible with God. Man, such a short and to the point sentence in scripture. What part don't you believe? Nothing and is impossible with God means nothing and impossible are not in God's vocabulary. Nothing is impossible with God. Stop thinking your problems are bigger than your God. John 15, 7, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Okay? If you abide in God, do you? If his words abide in you, do they? If so, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This isn't a lie, and this isn't an exaggeration. If it hasn't happened to you, then by his words alone, you either do not abide in him, or his words do not abide in you. He says so right there in that verse. And the last piece of scripture for today is James 1, 2-4. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing if i know one thing it's that we all wish to be perfect and complete and lacking in nothing wouldn't that be nice well guess what your faith can produce the effect that allows you to be perfect and complete and lacking in nothing with god Chew on that for a little bit. Let that fact sink in. So if you're now asking, well, how can I apply this to my life starting today? This is what I'd say to you. First, get into God's word. Everything you ever wanted or needed or dreamed of to know is sitting between the pages of Genesis 1-1 and Revelations 22-21. Oh, you don't have a Bible? Go to esv.org. You now do. Not only in free print, but free audio as well for those that don't like to read or on the road for most of the day. Zero excuses not to read the Holy Spirit-inspired living word of God. Nothing else matters. Second, begin a prayer life. Start asking for what you believe God can do for you. I'll repeat that. Only start asking God for what you need that you believe he can actually do for you. Do you believe Do you believe that God can do above and beyond anything you could hope for or imagine? Do you believe that God can give you everything you ever wanted or needed? Now, not just when you get to heaven. Do you believe? Then ask and believe. If it is in his will, it will be done. There's nothing you or any other person or evil power can do to prevent God's blessing and will for your life. Stop letting the devil convince you otherwise. Lastly, follow in obedience to him. Put him first in everything in your life. Anything else is just an idol. 
Make him your number one and he will bless you in dividends. I promise you. So my final uh, question to you is then this. What do you lack, want, or need right now that God cannot help you with? What do you lack, want, or need right now that someone or something else on this earth can provide you that God either cannot or will not? My final statement is this. If God can, why are you seeking answers elsewhere but him? The moment you surrender all and live for him and only him consistently is the day the things you lack, want, and need will be given to you. That's his promise to you in his word. So before we end today's show, I just wanted to thank you all again for tuning in. I hope you were touched by God through today's messages and scripture. I'd like to ask you a favor only if you received any value out of today's show. Would you tell at least one person you know? Call them, text them, email them, talk to them. Tell them to give the show a listen. And you can check out the show at shaken-awake.com. You can email me at ben at shaken hyphen awake.com or call or text me directly for any reason at 407-493-3208. Again, my direct cell is 407-493-3208. And if you have ideas for the show, let me know. I'd love to hear them. So next week, tune in next Sunday or whenever you're able as we dive into another important topic, which is what the churches of yesterday and today refuse to share with you, but that God wants you to know. So next week's episode is another powerful and do not miss episode. Thanks for joining. Until next week, take great care of yourself and each other and God bless you all. 